0: Welcome to Before Breakfast, a production of iHeartRadio. Good morning, this is Laura. Welcome to the Before Breakfast podcast. Today's tip is to not sleep in on weekends. Yes, a little Saturday or Sunday morning snooze seems like a good way to catch up on sleep. But committing to get up at a reasonable hour can open up all kinds of time. When I first became a parent about 13 years ago, I soon realized that weekend sleep would not be the same for a while. Little kids often wake up at the crack of dawn and they do not care if it's Saturday or if it's Tuesday. My husband and I would switch off for the early mornings, which I recommend if you're in a two-parent family, but this meant the other party could maybe sleep in until 8 a.m. or so. Nobody hit double digits. Of course, children do eventually grow up. There was a magical moment about a year ago when none of my kids were under four years old. The older ones were sleeping later on weekends and the little ones either slept or entertained themselves. But I also realized that continuing to get up early had some merit. For instance, if you're training for a race or just like longer exercise stints, these runs or bike rides can be hard to fit into the middle of a Saturday that during normal times, might feature kids' sports, birthday parties, and the like. Run from 6.30 to 9.30 a.m., and you can train for a marathon before many other household members get up. Or, if neither you nor your partner cling to the idea of sleeping in, each of you can get a long exercise stint in on one of the weekend mornings, taking the kids on the other one. This is how people who have careers and toddlers run marathons. They don't have access to special hours that no one else does. They just don't sleep in. Of course, exercise doesn't have to be the only option. Many people's minds are freshest in the mornings. I'm writing before breakfast episodes right now, which is 7 a.m. on a Saturday. Now, of course, this is my job, and in theory, it's nice to have a break between weekends and weekdays. With schools closed for the foreseeable future, though, my weekdays, are often interrupted. Weekend mornings are a time to get stuff done. They're also a time to tackle those bigger creative projects that tend to get shoved away when life gets busy. From 6 to 9 a.m. on a weekend, you could spend 90 minutes working on your novel, then an hour running, and start your day feeling accomplished. Now, to wake up at something close to your weekday time on weekends requires two things. First, you need to be reasonably well-rested going into the weekend. Sleeping in is often about working off a sleep debt. It might work, but in general, you'll have more energy by figuring out how much sleep you need and doing your best to make that happen during the work week. If you need seven and a half hours and you need to wake up at 6 a.m. on weekdays, then your bedtime is 10.30. Simple enough, and you'll be thanking yourself every morning, as you wake up, ready to wake up. But then, of course, to keep this up, you have to go to bed at a reasonable time on weekends, too. And this is often the biggest challenge. Not because there's any particular reason for most of us to stay up late. If you and your spouse want to watch a movie, you could watch it from 8 to 10 p.m., go to bed, and then pop up on your own at 5.30. I suspect the problem is that, in our minds, Going to bed early on weekends seems kind of mm, not so fun. No, we haven't gone clubbing until 1 a.m. in years, but we could. And if we're not, at least we're still awake at the same time as people who are in the clubs. Well, as I'm writing this, we're all social distancing, so no one is in clubs at 1 a.m. or any other time. So with the fear of missing out gone, why not try going to bed at a deliciously early hour. If you go to bed on time on Friday and Saturday nights and wake up on time, you might be able to use the mornings for all those things that we say we want to do, but then don't do. Not sleeping in on weekends opens up time for things that make us feel energized for life. In the meantime, this is Laura. Thanks for listening. And here's to making the most of our time.